When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with David Hay. David, big fight next weekend, November the 28th on BT Sports Box Office. We have the heavyweight showdown between Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce. Now, you said that there were more question marks with Dubois than there were with Joyce. Can you elaborate a bit on that, please? Okay, as amateurs, you know, Dubois was national champion. He won some junior championships, five national junior championships. I mean, he's ABA champion, um, a few uh, internationals, but nothing that extensive. Um, whereas Joe Joyce, he was the Commonwealth gold medalist, European gold medalist. He got a bronze medal at the World Championships and a, and a controversial silver medal at the Rio 2016 Olympics. So he also boxed in the WSB as well, World Series of Boxing, where he fought the likes of Alexander Usyk and has consistently, as an amateur, fought the very best Russians, Cubans, Americans, you know, Ukrainians. He's, he's, he's fought and got a very, very good record against the uh, elite international amateurs as an amateur and as like I'm a semi-professional in the World Series of Boxing. So... I believe the question, mark, question marks about Joe Joyce have been answered as an amateur. The question marks about Dubois, I'm unsure how he would have done at the Olympics. Maybe he would have gotten mm. a goal. Maybe, I don't, but we don't know. I don't know how he would have done in the European Championship. We don't know how he would have done uh, as an international elite senior amateur. So the question marks about the, the question marks there, the two professional records, if you look through, if you scrutinise um, Dubois' record, you see... The only big name who, could, who came to really ask questions was Nathan Gorman. Um, and he was dispatched in real good fashion. He went out there and just blasted him out of there, took him out, showed his power. And that for me was like, this kid's got that, that special something, that he's got the equaliser. And that was nice to see. Joyce, on the other hand, he's, he's, he's been in the Vermeer Stavern, former you know, um, heavyweight champion. The guy went 12 rounds with... Uh, Deontay Wilder, so great granite chin, tough guy, but Joe Joyce was able to bludgeon him out of there at the O2 Arena. I was, I was watching that fight through my hands. It was horrible to see a man getting beaten that that conclusively. It was it was it was, it was almost as though Joe Joyce was dragging out and beating like like there was some real beef he had with Bermain Stavern because. Mm-hmm was really just slow cooking him throughout that, that contest. And it was, it, was, it was horrible. I've never seen so many unanswered punches from a former heavyweight champion. It was, it was horrible to see. But he then fought Houston off as well. Houston off, I thought that was a good show. And his fight against Bryant Jennings, you know, a 12-round, a 10-round fight, where he showed me, you know, at world level, after getting hurt with a body shot early, left up to the body he received, he really felt that. But he was able to regroup and come back and build a... Uh, a nice points victory. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, there was no question marks really around Joe Joyce's credentials. The question marks there with Dubois. And question marks don't mean 
Dubois can't do it. It just means mm. I haven't seen him do it. I was I worked with Joe Joyce earlier in his in, in his career, so I've seen behind closed doors how tough, how durable, how relentless he can be when he mm. when he gets in a role. Once you start connecting on Joe clean, it's almost as though it wakes him up. Mm. And it starts, the the more you hit him, the more he gets that fighting the the Hulk. He just keeps coming and coming. <laughs> he's honestly he's a he, they call him he's, he's a freight train. He really is a juggernaut. Uh, that mm. nickname he's got is it's not just because it sounds clever. No, he's just a juggle, he just keeps moving forward. Does that work against someone like Dubois who punches that hard? Mm-hmm. We don't know. I'm not sure. I think for Joe to win, he needs to have a great game plan. He needs to not absorb everything that Dubois throws early. He needs to negate at least 50% of the right hands to the head because Dubois really does punch hard and Joe Joyce's chin is rock solid, but Mm -hmm. everybody's got a rock solid chin until they get knocked out. Now, I thought I had a rock solid chin when I was 18 and then I got knocked out and then I realized (laughs) in actual fact it wasn't, but it's only till that happened that you know, no, no one's really, no one's flattened Joe before. So don't push your luck with the punches to the head. Just don't push your luck. So he's got a, he's got a good coach in there, Ishmael Salas, working closely with Steve Broughton, who's been on the, the on the journey with him. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Joyce has been he worked with Ishmael Salas in the beginning of his career. He then went out to work with Abel Sanchez in Big Bear, California. You've been up there to the mountains. Mm-hmm. What he was doing, he then came back to the UK, worked with Adam Booth for I think, a couple of fights. Then he went back to Steve Broughton. Then he's now he's gone back to um, uh, Ishmael Salas. So he's been all night. So he hasn't really had much consistency in his corner. Different faces, different instructions, different mindsets, different ethoses about boxing. You know, Abel Sanchez is boxing um, uh, brain is very different to Ishmael Salas. Two very, very elite trainers, both with two different mindsets, two different skill sets, train their boxers to do very different things. So it could be a, a blessing. It could be a curse. Right. I would prefer to have Daniel Dubois, Peacock, consistent, gradually improving with the same coach, same mm-hmm. people in there, same sit set up. So he's gradually been able to improve where Joyce has kind of been up and down, training with this guy, trying this style, trying this pad man, trying this guy in the corner, this cut man. This so it's, it's been a bit, bit jumbled, a bit all over mm-hmm. the place. But he has the amateur pedigree to fall back on. So he, he knows what happens when the bell rings. But it's, it's a really intriguing fight. And Joe Joyce has the ability, I believe, to maybe absorb the early onslaught or to avoid the early onslaught and push from round seven, really push down the, mm. down the stretch to really try and bring Daniel Dubois in a position he's never been into before. And that's that really blood and guts. You know, I, I believe in, uh, Joe Joyce has had more wars in sparring than Dubois has had in real fights. Mm. I've, I've seen it. He just takes so many shots. One of the things I found interesting was um, Solomon Dacris has served as both a sparring partner to both Joyce and Dubois. Is it a bit risky to have someone so close within camp jumping from one into the other? I, I wouldn't like that. And what, who's he working with now? Which, which camp is he in now? Well, he's, he's been working with both. Well, still what? Well, it went from, from my understanding is it went from Dubois to Joyce, to back to Dubois. And then Dubois was asked about that. Like, you know, did you find it odd that he was going, you know, he went to Joyce's camp after yours. And 
you know, he said he's going to do what he's got to do. So <laughs> I'm just... Maybe maybe they could have sent him there as a scout as a scouting mission to see what's going on in Joyce's camp. Well, it's okay. interesting because Solomon is now signed to SGM Boxing. That, that could have been it. Could have been a bit of art of war, um, Sun Tzu mindset, where you send a send someone behind battle lines to see what they're doing to get a little a once over. I doubt it. Risky. <laughs> It's, it's risky to bring someone in. I personally wouldn't like to bring, I wouldn't bring anybody who's been working with my opponent into my camp. Mm -hmm. I, would, I wouldn't feel comfortable showing them the game plan, talking, because you do. Even sparring partners, they're in the gym where you train, they can hear conversations, they can mm -hmm. see on their sparring, they know what you're going to do. So I think it was a very risky strategy. Yeah, um, I agree. Really risky strategy to bring, it, to bring um, Solomon in there. Daniel Dubois predicted in his, in his exact words, he said, a knockout, a devastating finish. Do you see that this fight goes the distance? I think, it, I think there's more chance of it stopping early than going the distance. I definitely feel both of their attributes, you've got Joe Joyce just keeps punching, keeps fighting. Dubois, mm -hmm. crisp, clean, knockout, single punches. The left hook to the body is beautiful as well. Mm -hmm. I, I think... Someone's always going to go, and it's going to go. It's going to go. I don't know. It's either going to go early for Dubois, or it's going to be a late onslaught, a late grind for Joe Joyce, really dragging the young twenty-three-year-old into that heavyweight waters. Right. And um, it also depends on how many miles are now on the clock of mm -hmm. Joe Joyce, as some of the rounds he used to spar. A heavy round, so the, he was taking some real concussive punches right down the middle. I was talking to um, Tyson Fury's um, father on uh, a few days ago, and he was saying when 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 Tyson was throwing that shot down the pipe, that uh, that right hand down the pipe, and Joe Joyce was just eating it. He said he's never seen anybody, uh, John Fury, had never seen anybody absorb as many clean concussive knockout punches mm. and he said he's never seen anything like it and he just he takes it and he just comes back and he mm. said and he's seen he's a fighting man he's seen he's seen a lot of a lot of spine partners a lot of champions over the years and for him to say he's never seen someone who's been able to absorb the amount of abuse the amount of uh, head trauma that mm. joe joyce is in that that is a, that's a massive plus but it could be a massive uh uh it could be a real bad thing if the person hitting you is, is concussive with them 10 ounce gloves on. It could open up cuts, it could you know, mm -hmm. take a beef out, and you can be you have the, you have the biggest, you can have the best punch resistance in the world, but you can't really rely on that. And Joe, Joe's had to rely on it in the past. Mm -hmm. I've watched him rely on it. I've watched him know someone's, I've seen people really nailing him right down the middle, bang, bang, bang. And I've seen him taking it, and I know he's thinking, you're not going to be able to keep this pace going. And <laughs> right, and they get tired of punching him in the head. And what does he do then? He goes, okay, my turn. How'd you like it? <laughs> bang, 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 that's it. I've watched him do it so many times. Yeah. But I've also watched him for, uh, you don't really want to be getting eaten those right, it's a bad habit to take those right hands down the pipe with them big 18, 20 ounce gloves on. It's okay, but 10 ounce gloves, that's all knuckle going through your chin. And like, Yeah, it's a lot of my I I I I, uh, I I admired that type of punch resistance, but it's a tough 
it's a tough thing to rely on right. as you get as you get as you start going up in the levels. And at domestic level, Commonwealth, maybe even European level, you can get away with that fringe world level. But when you start fighting world class punchers who can knock you out with one punch, mm-hmm. it, it changes the it changes the whole dynamic. So Joe Joyce can't rely on just his punch resistance for this fight. You can't mm-hmm. you can't expect. Devoir to punch himself out on his face. It's a crazy tactic. It's that Homer Simpson tactic. <laughs> it's, it's mad. It's madness. So I'm, I'm sure Ishmael Salas is an expert at defensive um, game plans and right. he'll making sure Joe Joyce, you know, isn't eating right hands like he did in his last fight against Wallish. He was just eating right hands in that fight. You know, I, I commentated on it for mm-hmm. BT Sport. I was really disappointed the fact that there was a fragrant disregard for any type of defense. He was like, he was like I don't need it. I'm just going to walk forward and punch this guy in the face. Didn't like, didn't like seeing that because I know Joe is significantly better than that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping, you know, his corner have got a hold of him now and said, right, Joe, we know you've got a good chin. Let's not rely on it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, have, the, let's have your chin as the backup. That's the plan C. <laughs> plan C, plan D is just, okay, just take what you can do and just you punch your, yeah. that's like a last, let's try and move them feet, let's get that jab going. Let's work Dubois' body, let's see what he's got and let's set some traps for him. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm hoping Joe's gonna do because if he does that, the fight, can, the fight will be significantly, <laughs> it, it could be really interesting. But mm-hmm. worst, worst ways, Joe just does what he always does. And we've got ourselves just an all out brawl I like a bit of boxing. I love a slick shot. I like a slip and a counter. I love the... But occasionally, I like to get my popcorn out and watch people <laughs> watch the living daylights of each other. That Gatti Ward stuff, you know, I'm not... We watching. only want a war. That's all we want. No, I, as, much as, as much as I... Here's the thing. As much as I appreciated Gatti Ward, I appreciate Mayweather Gatti right. in a very different way. You had one person... <laughs> In supreme excellent boxing ability and then you got the two mm-hmm. uh, slugging it so I appreciate them both in their own special way so um, I'm hoping I'm really, I'm really hoping um, either way with the fans are going to win either way the fans are going to win the fans unfortunately can't be their ringside but you can tune on BT um, uh, and watch it you know, it's, right. not on, it's not a box office you can just tune and watch it which is nice it's nice to have such a high profile fight for free just if you've got BBC Boss, BT Sport, you can watch it, which is nice. Um, Daniel Dubois, as you know, is currently ranked number two with the WBO. And sort of depending on what happens with Joshua and Usyk, there seems to be a chance that the fight could happen between the two um, if all goes well on fight night. Uh, how do you see that going? It solely depends on what Joe Joyce's uh, result is on the, on the 28th. Um, if Dubois goes out there and blasts Joe Joyce out of the water, just literally takes him out in two or three rounds in style, I'd say he'd do the same thing to, to Usyk. Mm-hmm. If he can get Joe Joyce out of there in any way, shape or form, I think he, he's just too big and too strong for Usyk. That's how I'd see it. Um, if, uh, yeah, I don't know, if, if Joe Joyce wins the fight, um, I assume he'll take that position. And uh, Frank Warner really pushed for Joe Joyce to get that same shot at um, Usyk, who's number one. And there's talk right. of WBO, or there's this talk of, jo- of uh, Anthony Joshua relinquishing potentially that belt, 
or fighting a final eliminator with the number one and number two. So it's interesting. I, 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 I just don't understand how um, anyone could be looking past either one of these because Dubois is the favourite, but on paper, I think Joyce is clearly the favourite mm -hmm. on paper. But people look at the hype, people look at the show of knockouts, people look at the, 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 they look at the media. But right. just look at their records, amateur and professional, and Joe Joyce on paper is better. Right. But that one right hand from Dubois, who's a lot more inexperienced in terms of amateur pedigree, he's had more pro fights, but the caliber he's fought as a pro hasn't been as good as, jo as Joyce. Mm -hmm. So he's the, he's, I think there are more question marks surrounding Dubois, but question marks I'm so excited to find out the answer to because Joe Joyce will 100% ask all of the questions we're unsure about with Dubois. Joe Joyce is going to ask those questions and ask them in a real aggressive way. And we're going to, we're going to get a, we're going to get an absolute, uh, people are going to get their money's worth. You know, they're going to get their money's worth. So whatever the tactics of either guy, if one tries to box, one, it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. They're just two big men who love to fight and love to let lever, let lever fly. And we, we've got ourselves, we've got ourselves some serious, serious action. A barn uh, burner. <laughs> a barn burner is going to be exciting. <laughs> well, thank you for your time, David. Um, obviously, people need to know that that same night, we got the highly anticipated return of Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., which will also be available on BT Sports Box Office. So um, a definitely a night to be looking forward to, November the 28th. Thank you again for your time. I appreciate it as always. And um, we'll, we'll catch up soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.